guys to episode 2 of my bite-sized tutorials to prepare for Comptia Network Plus exam. Also, I have these up for CISSP exam, so if you want to check it out, you can. Okay, so today we'll be discussing about network topologies and their different types. So first, let's discuss what is a network topology. Network topology is the way in which the devices in a network are arranged. It gives specific details about how those devices communicate, where they are located, and how they are connected to other devices on the network. Network topology can be of two types, physical and logical. Physical network topology defines where the devices are physically present and how they are physically connected. Overall, we can say that physical topology specifies all the physical aspects of a network, that is, the location, the precise arrangement, etc. Logical network topology defines how the devices are communicating with each other. Logical topology defines how data flows inside the network. Remember that it is possible to have different physical and logical topologies on a single network. For example, you have your friends over and to play a game, you sit in a circle. So physically, you are positioned in a circle. But when it comes to communicating, you can simply call the name and say hello. And that represents your logical connection, which can be different from your physical connection. Moving on, let's first discuss about the various physical topologies. There are a variety of physical topologies that we can choose from based upon our needs. Let us understand them in much more detail now. Bus topology. Bus topology is the most basic network topology. In a bus topology, all the devices are connected to a single common transmission medium. This common medium is also sometimes known as backbone. So in bus topology, every computer is connected to a common line which carries data whenever any node sends some data to another node. Since it is a common channel, every other node on the network can see that data, but only the one who it was addressed to can receive it. Bus topology is easy to install since all you need to do is connect every node to this common line, which also makes it very cost-effective since we do not require lots of cables. But there are some drawbacks too, like one central point of failure. If the common channel to which all your nodes are connected breaks down, your whole network fails. Thus, there is no fault tolerance. Since all the devices pass data to one common channel, it is difficult to detect which device failed. It is harder to troubleshoot in case of failure. Also, it is not easy to change or move the nodes once connected. Moving on, now let's talk about star topology. In star topology, every node is connected to a central device. They have their own individual connections to that device. Now since every node is connected to the central device with their own cables, it becomes much more easier to troubleshoot in case of failure unlike the bus topology. That's already an improvement, right? But star topology offers more than that. It is easily scalable. You can connect as many devices as you want. But then this means you require lots of cables to connect those devices to the central point. 
Thus, it is much more expensive to install than bus topology, but the benefits surpass the drawback. Before we move on, you need to keep in mind that even though a single node failure does not bring a network down, the failure of central device will bring down a whole network, but it isn't something bothersome because in most cases, the central device is a hub or switch which rarely fails. So it is still a good option over bus topology. Ring topology. In ring topology, all the nodes are connected to each other in such a way that it forms a ring. Each node is connected to two other nodes. So if one node has to pass data to a node that is two nodes away from it, the data would be passed to the adjacent nodes until it reaches the destination node. And this makes the speed of transfer a bit slower than the star topology. Ring topologies are rarely used today because of the drawbacks. There are lot more than other topologies. First, it is not at all fault tolerant as even if a single node fails, whole network breaks. Same with the cabling, if any fault appears, whole network breaks. It is not easily scalable since every time you need to add a node, you'll have to break the chain and reconfigure it which is not an easy feat. Even though you wouldn't find them in lens today, they can still be found in some vans. Mesh Topology In mesh topology, every node is connected to every other node on the network. You can say this is an individual race rather than the relay one. Here, every node has got its own separate connection to every other node on the network to send data. But you can already guess that it will be only good for smaller networks. As the number of devices increase, the number of connections also increase exponentially. To the extent that for n number of hosts, you will have n into n minus 1 by 2 connections. That is a lot of connections. That is why mesh topology in its pure implementation isn't commonly used. But a common variant known as hybrid mesh is commonly used where we have few important nodes in a mesh setup so they can easily communicate within themselves. Now even though mesh is complex, difficult to scale and expensive to implement, it still provides fastest data transfer and a really nice amount of fault tolerance. If one connection fails, you can always switch to another. So with this, we come to an end of this episode. I hope you liked this lecture. Do subscribe to my Patreon at a minimal fee of $5 a month to get access to written lecture notes and to clear any doubts that you may have. The link would be given in the description box below. Thank you for giving this podcast your time and stay tuned for the next episode.